Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is September 13th, and uh, the Chiefs want to know. We uh, won the opening game of the year again for uh, the eighth straight time, I believe, which is the longest. Uh, Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes still has not lost. Uh, well, I knew the game has. I knew the Mahomes stat of being five and zero, but I didn't realize it was eight in a row, and that was like the longest in the NFL. Yeah, uh, and I mean Mahomes is just his numbers are insane. Week one, um, some idiots who have a podcast said um, pick the Chiefs to lose this game. Technically, uh, technically, that was me, but I don't understand sports betting. So uh, yeah, yeah, we can get into that later. That's We'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, but yeah, exciting exciting Sunday, beautiful weather. I watched the game outside on a uh, friend's back patio. Whoa, nice! Uh, just beautiful, incredible. Loved it. Loved every minute of that Sunday watching the game. Yeah, I, uh, I it's good to see that um, that the 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 Cardinals are supposed to be a legitimate team, and I think they had a lot of injuries, but to just like go ahead and, and whip them. Uh, very handedly. Um, it was a nice, very stress-free uh, Sunday watching because we 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 rolled from from the very beginning, and so I really didn't have to worry about it at all. And um, we had guys look good that I really wanted to see look good. And uh, as part of this whole like, we need a lot of pieces to kind of come together in order to make a deep run. Um, part of those pieces. Uh, looked really good. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it feels just really good to, again, um, I, I know people, and I, I've kind of fought against this narrative, but, you know, people like to play the underdog card, and, and Kansas City fans like to be like, they like to have a chip on their shoulder. Kansas City fans love to say stuff like, no one believed in us, even though they were picked, you know, again, they're the second uh, best favorites to win the the Super Bowl and all, all this stuff. Um it, it still feels good to go out and womp uh, a contender in the NFC like that and um, have the fire-breathing Mahomes completely back. And, and Mahomes looked incredible. The offense looked to be firing. And and Andy Reid is just – just continues to be just an unbelievable play caller. And, and the first three drives, they were all very different in, like, how we accomplished moving the ball down the field. The first drive was very balanced and – um, CEH was getting a lot of carries and he was efficient on the ground and he looked, um, he looked super fresh and he was hitting holes and finding gaps. And those, those were big holes. Those that were big holes. Yeah. Was it, and getting down the people, field and moving people. Yeah. And we had a, we had a great balance the, the first drive and then, um, the first two drives really. And then the third drive, we just, I think we like passed the ball on every single play. Um, but like each drive, I remember because I wrote it down, each drive looked very, very different, and that is not an accident. Like Andy Reid, he probably had the first 30 plays scripted of this game because everything was going according to plan. And so, like, if you script, you know, the first 15 plays, which is kind of normal for an offense, um, if everything continues to roll, I mean, you might as well just keep your script going, and that's kind of what it looked like because the offense just seemed very in sync. We didn't have to... To panic, we net we I, I mean we hardly ever reached third down. We just we converted 
first downs on so many first and second downs that we really didn't have to get to third down situations on offense where we had to kind of play the situation. I think overall we had 66 plays and 33 first downs, which is just an absurd, absurd <laughs> number. Um when you think about 33 first downs and then when you watch other teams play football and how hard it is for them to get first downs, it's just, it's so easy yeah. for us to pick up seven yards at a time. And, and so when, when all of that's going according to plan and you're getting first downs on first and second down, then you can just keep your script going. And that's really what it looked like. It looked like a perfectly scripted game plan from Andy Reed. And that's just so fun to watch because Mahomes wasn't throwing incompletions. I think he set his personal record of of 12 straight completions at one point during those first three drives. And so it was just like, I mean, it was it was unbelievable to watch um, just how efficient and how good we looked and how like perfectly in sync everyone on the offense looked. And uh, I just I freaking loved it. It was it was so stress free. It was easy to watch. It was it was amazing. Yeah, and it's it's. I didn't expect to feel this good after game one, considering the off season we had. I mean, if you look back to where we were, maybe like probably like right after the, the Tyreek trade pre-draft, because once Tyreek got traded, then, you know, talk was coming out about um, our BNME and Mahomes, where they mad at each other at halftime of the AFC. And, and so all this like turmoil from the off season, we let consume us a little bit. I didn't think that would all just be like put to bed so quickly. And yet here we are and the offense clicked that well. Everything went so well that I think you can put that to bed. And I just watching that game, we just always need to appreciate how lucky we, we are that we have Mahomes. Like Kyler yeah. Murray is one of the most exciting, best young quarterbacks in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And 20, 20 other looked, franchises would love to have Kyler Murray. Would 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 love to love to have him, uh, but he didn't play in the preseason, uh, which was a wrist injury. But also, I I, I think he probably seems like he didn't want to push it at all. Where I could I just could see Mahomes wanting to get reps in the preseason, where Kyler just chose not to. I can't imagine Andy Reid being like. Hey, uh, Patrick, you got to call plays because you don't realize how hard this is on me. Yeah, like, definitely not. Like this kind of thing. Like all those things that happen, they don't happen with Patrick Mahomes. And I just I think it was just a, a Mahomes appreciation game for me, too, to be like, Kyler Murray is one of the highest paid quarterbacks, one of the most sought after or like highly rated quarterbacks. And Mahomes made him look very, very average that game, seeing them yeah. side by side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and just having Andy Reid and the professionalism of like what the Chiefs are and, and how just buttoned up we are and, and all of that stuff. It's just yeah, I agree. I think we take it for van, adv- uh take it for granted at this point, but um but that's a luxury we have and no one else gets it. And mm-hmm. so um so yeah, and um, on top of, you know, the offense humming and, and the fire breathing dragon of Mahomes being back, I thought the defense looked really good, um, especially in the first half, the defense um, tightened up on first downs, or sorry, on third downs, we gave up one third down conversion. Uh, this like the starting defense, I think. I think they got up a few in garbage time, but the starting defense really gave up one third down conversion. Thought it was awesome to see like guys who came in and need to have big years, and well, not not I guess not came in, but like Juan Thornhill was consistently 
not very good last year. And he had two big pass breakups on important plays. And Juan Thornhill looked really, really good, which we need Juan Thornhill to be like playing at a Pro Bowl level for this defense to work. And that's how what he was his rookie year. And and we need that Juan Thornhill back because we haven't seen him in a couple of years. Um, Nick Bolton was everywhere. So Nick Bolton stepping into that role of being the dime linebacker, being um, the only linebacker on the field when when we're in heavy pass situations, Nick Bolton being that, um, he looked great I can't in believe that, that his – I can't believe that his draft knock was like athleticism and speed, speed when he yeah. looks so fast. It's just so silly. Some of the, some of the, um, I mean, some of the ways they use to to measure athletes because it's just like if you watch Nick Bolton, like he's he's fast and like maybe yeah he can't run a forty or you know a cone drill or something like that. But um, but yeah, I'm glad Nick Bolton's on our team and Nick Bolton is playing basically every snap now. Uh, and we don't have Ben Neiman and we don't have Dan Sorensen back there. And it's just that's a huge difference on third downs, not having Ben Neiman in the game on third downs and not having Dan Sorensen in the game on third downs. Um, and I think that's a big reason why our starters only gave up, you know, one first down on third down. So it's it's great to see um, that defense clicking early, like we said last week. Uh, it, it seems like with Spagnolo, it always takes a little bit of time, but but that defense clicking early is awesome. And then other things that were predicted uh, before the season, seeing them also come come to uh, true, like Mahomes spreading the ball out. Like it has always been mm-hmm. talked about that with Tyreek gone, um, Mahomes was going to ha- be able to spread the ball out a little bit more and not just rely on Tyreek and Travis. And I think he had completions to nine different uh, players. Um, I think six different players had three or more catches, something like that. And, um, I mean, it was just – it was incredible to watch. And so, like, when you think things are going to happen and you create a narrative for good reasons, like the mm-hmm. narrative that Mahomes was going to spread it around, the narrative that he didn't have to rely on Tyreek, when that comes true in an effort, in a winning effort, in a dominant winning effort, that just – that feels so good because you're like, all right – all the things we've been talking about when, when the narrative of, of if we can just get Ben Neiman and Dan Sorensen off the field, I think our defense would be better when that comes true, when the spreading of the ball comes true. And then, and we win in a completely dominant fashion. It's just like, man, our organization has it figured out. Brett Veach has it figured out. He's got a plan. Andy Reid has it figured out. And so to watch all of that, it just makes, it's just such a stress free Sunday to to watch your favorite team uh, win and play like that. It mm-hmm. just feels so good. Yeah. Uh, well, I think turning towards Thursday, it's, it's going to be more stressful. Oh, um, I'm I'm very stressed. I mean, you're. I'm sure you're already stressed um, and just ready to to scream from from Raytona Beach. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. it it's because like high 85, low in the 60s. Thursday's going to be incredible. For sure, popping oh, that top yeah. immediately. But like, oh, yeah. okay, the, 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 since 2018, since 2018, the, the, the thought on Mahomes is don't blitz him. He was blitzed on oh, 54% yeah. of his dropbacks. And Vance Joseph knows this. Vance Joseph was the, the head coach for the Broncos. Like he, and then he was D coordinator. Where else? Wasn't he D coordinator um, somewhere else before? Arizona. I thought he went to Arizona. Okay. Well, but Vance but Joseph is a good regardless. Coordinator. He knows he should know this. And 
he blitzed Mahomes on 54% of his dropbacks, uh, and they ran a lot of, of man. I saw a lot of coverages, you know, the, the throw that we've seen a million times on Twitter of uh, Mahomes hitting Travis Kelsey. You know, the linebacker's back is to Mahomes, and that's a, a telltale sign of man coverage. So they ran a lot of man, and they ran – they blitzed more than half the time of Mahomes' dropbacks. That's not going to happen against the Chargers. The Chargers yeah. don't have to blitz because they have – Bosa and Khalil Mack now on the edges, and Brandon Staley does not play man coverage. He plays the cover, the the cover two shell zone, and so that's what makes me nervous. This offense looked incredible, but it was against the defenses that we faced in 2018 before everyone had the in 2019 before everyone had the book on mm-hmm. or quote unquote. I, I say that with a massive quote unquote the book out on Mahomes, but. So that's what makes me a little bit nervous for this upcoming week is that the Chargers don't blitz. They won't have to because they have two amazing pass rushers on the edge and they run a ton of cover two shell. And so, you know, I I think we're going to see a completely different offense uh, on Thursday and we only have four short days to turn it around. So, yeah, I'm definitely still nervous about the game on Thursday because I had no clue why Vance Joseph was was blitzing Mahomes and running a bunch of man coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very bizarre. Just galaxy-brained himself, I think. Yeah, yeah thought, maybe. There's no way they think I'm going to be dumb enough to blitz, yeah. so I'm going to blitz. Like, he just, I think, over, over. Yeah, like a princess, like sure. a princess bride situation where it's like, yes, where it's like, exactly. I put the poison in this cup. Why would you, why would I do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was one of those situations. So, uh, but can't wait Thursday, half day at work. Getting out to the stadium early. Um, I've got some Raytona Beach koozies for sale, folks. So nice. get them while they're hot. So come see hot. us in Lot G. We'll be out there. Uh, um, some koozies for you. Some some other things, too, from the game. Justin Reed stepping in in that situation is freaking awesome. Like, that's just so fun that we saw yeah. it at training camp, and it was, like, kind of a fun story for a day. And then, and then it actually had to be used in a game early mm-hmm. on. Like, he kicked the second PAT. Like, it, that was – that was the second PAD. That was just that was to yeah. go up fourteen. Um, so it wasn't like it was a blowout when he stepped in. Um, so that was freaking awesome watching him do that. And then Trent McDuffie, if he doesn't play on on Thursday, I'm going to be very nervous. He played really mm-hmm. really well. Twenty one snaps in coverage, and he wasn't targeted once. So he he didn't even get targeted in the twenty one times he was he was uh, in coverage. Um, and then um, Furious George, George Karloftis, he led the the D. Your preseason MVP. He led the defensive line in snaps. So even though he's not even technically quote unquote a starter um, listed on the depth chart, he led the defensive line in snaps, which I love. Just like take advantage. And he had he had six pressures too. Three of them were against uh, McSorley in the last two okay. minutes. So like he, but 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 we'll count that as as one. So. We'll say four yeah. pressures. It was against the starting offensive line still. Yeah, but uh, but he just take advantage of his youth, of his motor, mm-hmm. of like that's that's one of his best assets. And so early on in his career, run him out there, trot him out there. We don't need yeah. We don't need Frank Clark. I know uh, Chris Jones played a lot too, and and he just wrecked every double team. Anything they threw yeah. at him, he just absolutely wrecked it. Such a um, it was really, really awesome to see Chris Jones just do Chris Jones things and just yeah, he's absolutely so, he's, wreck plays. He's so dependable. He he's like mm-hmm. he's one of the most dependable people in the NFL as far as uh well, other than the second half of the Bengals game. 
Um, but yeah, um, he, yeah, I thought that was awesome. Budker, um, a beast for, um, for coming back out and kicking that 54 yarder on one foot. That was unbelievable. Um, and then just, I love that Mahomes, the touchdown to Pacheco going and getting the ball because Pacheco scores the touchdown is so excited, throws the ball in, in celebration and Mahomes goes and gets it to make sure that Pacheco has his first touchdown ball. I mean, the, the guy, Mahomes, he's just, he's everything you want. I know. We're lucky. He's our superstar. We're very, very lucky to have him. Um, all right. Any other notes before we get into the other football game this weekend? Um, that's all I got. Okay. Do you want to do some, do you have any bets that you want to preview? I here? haven't even looked. No, I haven't okay. even looked. All right, that's all right because I've been we'll, in Missouri. We'll into, I've been in Missouri since uh, since Sunday, so we'll get into we'll get into some betting at the personal pine tar at the end of the episode. So stay tuned there. But uh, we did attend I lost another every. Football game. I lost every college football bet I made. How about that? Okay. All right. Um, speaking of college football, we did get to the Mizzou K State game in Manhattan. First time that the two had played since 2011, which mm. we were at that game back did, in 2011. Wait. I don't remember. I, I I blanked it from my memory. Oh yeah, was it uh, Johnny Cause yard bard that helped blank no. it from the memory? Just no. It was it was just the the misery of waking up Sunday morning, and and knowing that you don't have a good college football team, and now the mm-hmm. rest of the fall is going to suck. And I don't even know if we have we don't have a quarterback, so that sucks. I don't know if we have a head coach, which are the two most important things. Head coach number one, quarterback number two, uh, the two most important things in college football, and I I don't know if we have either. So um, I'm choosing to yeah delete that from my brain and not focus on it because I um, I have a I have a, a good football NFL team, and so I'm just I'm just mm-hmm. I didn't I don't remember a single play because I'm choosing not to. It was uh, the most excited I've been leading up to a college football game in a long time. I agree. Um, like having a good rivalry, the the renewing of the series, and I have not been that excited about a K-State win in a while either, uh, which was really, really fun. What did you guys uh, do good? I don't even, I don't, I'm, I'm blanking it from my memory. Uh, well, did you guys dominate? We, we forced, we, yeah, we dominated. We forced five turnovers. Oh we God. returned a, a kick for a touch, or a punt for a touchdown. We ran the ball well, didn't turn the ball over. Um and uh, yeah, overall, just played really, really solid. Our o- game against Oklahoma in two weeks got flexed to prime time on Fox, so people are talking about the Cats. Might be ranked. People are talking. People are talking, but uh, they're they're not ranked yet. But uh, they'll get ranked. We got to take care of business against Tulane this weekend, and then OU will be a big game national TV. That'll be a really good test. But um, yeah, so. Great win for the Cats. Uh, bummer about the weather in Manhattan, but yeah, poor, already got the on game. Our tailgate. Already got the game circled for next year in Columbia. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, if you don't have a head coach, it's a, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters in college football. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know what Eli's going to do. I mean, he should fire himself from from play calling, which buys That's some time. That's true. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's not looking, I, I'm, I haven't been this down about Mizzou football 
Yeah, in a while. Uh, it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good yeah, at all. It's, yeah, it was it was a good test to see how far Eli had brought the team and that he failed. Oof. We lost by twenty eight. Yeah. We lost mm-hmm. by twenty eight points. Um, I won that bet. That was that was the one bet that I was able to place and win. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move into some openings uh, around Kansas City. Uh, this first one is going to be the inspiration for our mixed plate as well. It's called Breakthrough without the A or the E. Well, this isn't the uh, inspiration for the mixed plate. Oh, well, I, kind I was of kind of is. thinking it was. 50%. 50% of the... 50% of it? Yeah. So it's called Breakthrough. It's got no vowels in break. Yeah. It does super, have the O super, and through. Trendy. Yeah, it does have um, the O and the U. It's a social gaming uh experience venue is what it's called looks like it's got a bar involved as well dude i don't know what this thing is what isn't it this is another one of those concepts that it's it's Mm -hmm. just like let me tell you what we're not they're not a an escape room they're not a mini game show bar they're not a game show bar they're not a top golf it's just 40 different rooms, 40 is is what they're saying, 40 different high-tech gaming rooms with physical, mental, and skill-based challenges. So the the article that I read didn't give any examples of what those could be, um, but it's 40 breakout rooms, high-tech gaming rooms with physical, mental, and skill-based challenges. Each room has a unique gameplay. Each game room idea... Uh, is sorry, each game room is ideal for groups of two to four people, and you basically buy access to all of the games for like two hours at a time or four hours at a time. Um, physical rooms or skill based rooms, and then you wear this bracelet, um, RFID bracelet that like tracks okay. you and keeps track of like which games you're playing, and then you accumulate points. But we don't know what the games are, we don't know, uh, what it is, I, I don't know what this is. It's it's from the uh, the operators or founders or creators of Sky Zone, which is like the trampoline little kids uh, fun activity place. But this is more for people aged eighteen and up, and, and they do have a, a restaurant and a bar, and uh, it looks like a huge space. But like again, I have no clue what this is supposed to be. Yeah, what what it's taking the space of something Steinmark, uh, it looks like. Oh, really? Yeah, like a Steinmark are pretty on big. 135th and Medcalf. Who would have guessed? Mhm. God, is there no lack of open buildings there? <laughs> There's just there? so much turnover out there, dude. I swear. Oh man. Everything is opening at 119th or 135th and Medcalf. Yeah. I was driving so, out there the other day and I was I, I was like looking for food and I was like I know I've talked about like 600 different openings out here in this area, but like, I don't know where to look for any of these Mm -hmm. places and I've already forgotten them. But yeah, this breakthrough place, it's like a gaming high tech game rooms, 40 different rooms, two to four people, skill-based physical rooms. You know, I I don't know what it's going to be. I guess we'll have to check it out, but yeah, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like a little like saw, like where it was like different challenges, except you're not like death isn't on the line. Um, Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know. We we used to study in college. We used to um, like on. We used to pull all nighters, and we would go down to this. There was this classroom building called called Townsend Hall, uh, and 
basically like we would all just like go down there to study and like we'd break out into little different classrooms in the big classroom building. Um, and I just remember like at two in the morning, like walking like classroom to classroom and just walking in on like the weirdest shit going on. Cause people are pulling all nighters and playing like weird games. Um, that's mm-hmm. what this might be. Maybe this, maybe that's <laughs> what this is like. Yeah. It says like, so in the same room, someone might be trying to climb the wall. Well, someone else is in like a, a VR submarine or jungle setting. So interesting. Be interesting. Um, that's breakthrough. See, it's not, it's opening it this fall action. on 135th um, in Metcalf and in old right. Steinmart. Our, also, our, um, our listeners over the age of 50 will probably know exactly where that is. Oh, the Steinmart mm-hmm. out there? Ah, they'll be like, ah, too bad that closed. Too bad that Steinmart <laughs> closed. Uh, I don't know what Steinmart sells, honestly. I have no it's idea. Furniture. Wow. I don't either. I, 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 to me, it, is it like no, a TJ Maxx? No, it's just Maxx a regular department furniture? store. Mm, out it sells, no it sells clothing, mostly women's women's clothing. It looks like. I yeah, thought for sure it was furniture. One. No, never been in one. Um, all right. Also, well, opening slash um, kind of a new event with someone who's been around for a little bit, um, but Border Brewing is now having some some specials on Thursdays where, well, so it sounds like they're they're having like maybe you can have it on one Thursday and that might be your only opportunity to try certain beers. That's right. Mm-hmm. So test test beer Thursday or what are they calling it? Is it uh, test batch Thursdays? Test batch Thursdays at Border Brewing and, and East Crossroads. I love this idea um, because it just gives uh, brewers the opportunity to just like try random weird shit and then – and then also people will drink it. So like most of the time, if you test stuff out, then it just is wasted because if it doesn't work, then you can't sell it or maybe you can't even sell it at all. Um, where this border is just like, hey, we're going to try random shit and we're going to sell it and people mm-hmm. are going to pay for us to do research. Um, and maybe it stinks, maybe it doesn't, but that's that's the joy of coming down here. And as someone who likes to try different beers, like I would go down there and try all the weird shit. They're doing one, um, like a spicy, um, chili beer, amber beer with poblanos. Um, just going to throw random stuff in there and, and call it test batch Thursday. And and then if you hit on a winner, it's a hit. I swear. Um, if you hit on a winner, then, then start selling that more. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, so great chance to try new beers down at uh, yeah, an Border excuse Brewing. to go down there, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Also, opening in the city market, uh, a place called Ting's Filipino Bistro. They just had their soft opening at the beginning of the month, I believe, on the first. So mm-hmm. uh, now they're open. Uh, but yeah, just right in that city market uh, where the farmers market is, kind of that that loop is I think right so, where. Yeah. Teens, so start- uh Filipino Bistro is. It started in Parlor. This is a Parlor original. We we love we love it. Yep. Oh, excuse me. Just thinking of uh, Filipino food. We love it when when uh, the string halls and Parlors uh, restaurants test their concept, figure out there's uh, people in Kansas City that want it and get to open their own brick and mortar. I think that's awesome. This is the situation. Filipino food. I think it's the only Filipino restaurant in Kansas City. I think when we were talking about this. Um, that that's that's what the article said, uh, or that's what we that's what we discovered based on our, our 
heavy, heavy research department. I think they they mm-hmm. discovered that. But Filipino food, um, you know, a lot of seafood. I think there's 700 islands in the Philippines. So a lot of seafood, um, rice, stews, soup. Um, they also, their their number one dish, their most uh, famous dish for in Filipino food, like basically the, the pad thai of Filipino food is called adobo. Um which is like chicken and pork cooked in a vinegar and soy, peppery sauce. Um, they also do barbecue pork sticks, different things like that. So this is Ting's. Um, they've been around in parlor, now have their own brick-and-mortar shop. And, yeah, I think it's open. I think it's open officially. Okay. Um, all right, so good segue. Um, so a uh, restaurant that came out of parlor to a new restaurant that's going into parlor, which is called uh Kalia's Pizzeria KC, uh, and it sounds like uh, it was kind of inspired by Italian Gardens, yeah, which so, was in downtown KC. I don't know if it is it still there. So they just opened like a um, a okay. So this Italian Gardens thing, it's kind of confusing to me. So I had to go to the source. Um, mm-hmm. I had to, I had to talk to some, some sources within sources, but it sounds like Italian gardens was, um, like a, a, a staple of a restaurant in downtown Kansas city from like 1923. We're talking old, old staple 1923 until 2003. Um, and at the same time that the, that the restaurant was operating, Italian gardens also made like Italian cookies and, um, other, other things like that that they sold in retail stores. Um, and uh, so the place where they make those cookies, it has now reopened as like a little deli where you can go and get some pizza and some sandwiches uh, at the – but that's at – that's in the crossroads. That's at like 19th – that's like by that big Goodwill building that I want to yep. uh, knock down and, and put the stadium right there, like in the East Crossroads. That's where I want the stadium to go personally. Um, but that's where this Italian gardens, where they make these Italian cookies that they sell at retail stores. And they also have like a little deli there that's open for lunch. So the, uh, Kalia's pizza, she worked at Italian gardens for a long time and has a great relationship with the DiCapo family, which owned and operated Italian gardens restaurant and does the, the bread and cookies, um, side of the business as well. And so she has built up great trust with the DiCapo family and um, has kind of used some of their recipes and I think uh, is doing the deli and this place in parlor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they That's got my pizza on the I menu. I could be completely wrong on some of that. I could be partially right on some of it. I could be 100% right on all of it. Uh, but that's my understanding. Uh, so it looks like they got pizza on the menu, spaghetti and meatballs, uh, mm. meatball. like Dude, those meatball sandwiches. subs look really good. Mm-hmm. Pizza looks really good, too. So uh, going into parlor uh, and the crossroads. Yeah. Uh, next, let's move into a little what do we try this week. Uh, this week, I got to try Club 27. Have you heard of what Club, is this? Club 27? It is the Sounds restaurant. like what you do. Like, if you're, if you're, um, if you're nervous about getting older and, and you turn 27 and you're like, fuck, I'm in Club 27 yeah, now. That's where you go. Uh, no, this Club 27 is the uh, clubhouse restaurant at uh, Overland Park Golf Course. Lady Sykes? At the, 
Yeah, at the Lady Sykes. So at 127th and Antioch. Not as good as back when we used to play there before they redid it. And um, you just got (laughs) hot dogs and water and that was it. Yeah, this menu is incredible. Like there were people there who weren't golfing that night just coming to eat. Oh, yeah. That's how good the food is here. And the patio is amazing. It's an incredible patio as um, I know the ninth hole of the north course finishes there because that's why I played on Thursday night. Um, And then it's got this, I mean, it's an incredible TV setup, huge patio, tons of beers on drafts. Um, Thursday is like a happy hour all day. So uh, $3 draft beers, uh, they had that. Then they have like a special happy hour menu only available during happy hour. I got a smash burger that was delicious Ooh. for seven bucks. My um, God. Tons of appetizers on the happy hour menu. So really, if you're out south, uh, whether you play golf or not, it, the food was spectacular. It's a great bar, great service. So can't recommend it enough. Club 27 out there. Nice, dude. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that renovation has been, that's unbelievable. Like, it used yeah. to be such a shit clubhouse. It was packed. Um, it was packed. You just count count your score, and yeah, I mean, playing in those junior leagues out there, mm-hmm. and they've always had banger hot dogs. I can't, I can't knock on the hot dogs because they've always been. Good. Yeah. Um. All right. This week, um, I'm s- still on my Euro kick. Um, okay. I tried Casey's Smoke Burger. Um, the Euro there. So Casey's Smoke Burger is on 39th Street. Um, it is. 39th and like, yeah, close uh, along that strip on, of 39th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, I've talked about Casey Smokeburger before. I think I've talked about them on the podcast before, but they have some of the worst signage in I've ever seen on a restaurant. They just have like, mm-hmm. on their outdoor sign, they have pictures of their food menu items and they don't serve alcohol. Um, so, so you can't. You can't drink there, and it's like fast casual setup where you go and order up front, and then you sit down, and people bring they bring you the food, and they have an unbelievable burger. Like they have a really really good burger that is smoked, and you can taste the smoke. And they put this like signature um, um, brand on the bun, like they they have a hot thing that brands the bun, like Casey Smoke mm-hmm. Burger, and it is a delicious burger, and. It's an amazing Euro. All of this is to say, like, if they just, like, rebranded, they make such good food. If they just rebranded, maybe maybe redid the restaurant a little bit and added a, a beer or a bar of some sort, th- this place would kill because the food is is that good and the Euro is delicious. It's in the elite tier of Euros. So I have it as number three on my Euro list um, behind Haha's and Papu's. Um, just um, elite tier tzatziki sauce was perfect. Um, little feta cheese crumbles on top of the tzatziki mm. sauce was great. It was messy, um, but it was wrapped in the tin foil, so you know that kind of protected my hands against the mess. But it was it was a packed full um, um, euro with with great meat, great uh, pita bread, perfect sauce. The lettuce was was like crunchy and crisp. Uh, Great tomatoes, just just an elite elite euro from top to bottom. Um, it didn't it didn't have the spice that I sometimes like, but like great great euro all all the way around. So I think I think at the end of this, Kev, I'm just gonna have to do one of those 
tier. There's tier ranking ones with the S at the top. Yeah, like E mm-hmm. and and or S and then A B C. Um, because this, I think yeah, so. this is this is a great Euro. Um, number three on my list behind Haha's and Papus, and then above um, Mediterranean Market and Zania, which are four and five. So um, I'll post. It's been a while since I posted the list, so I'll put out the rankings here again soon. But uh, but yeah, this this Casey Smoke Burger delicious, and they have great burgers. It's just it's not it's not um, <laughs> the the restaurant is has great food, um, but like need yeah, a marketing department needs some work. Yes, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next up, okay. Let's uh, let's see what else uh, we got. A little uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme pointing. Hey, look, there's KC. KC um, right. is uh, in the new Last of Us HBO series, so they're going to be filming some of it in Kansas City. Or will it That's be featured right. in the storyline? Both, both. Okay. So this is Last of Us is a video game. Um, that's why I thought of the mixed plate of best video. Okay, games. so it's the other half. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's the other fifty percent of the inspiration. Mm-hmm. Last of Us is a video game. I didn't play it. Um, plus, our our video game ranking is going to be hilarious since neither of us like yeah, really our game. We're going to get roasted. But um, but Last of Us was a video game. It's like an open world zombie apocalypse video game where you have to travel across the United States or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, we, we should, and we deserve to get roasted on this segment because we don't know what's happening. But mm-hmm. the video game, most of it takes place in Pittsburgh um, for this miniseries that HBO is creating. F Pittsburgh, you're out. This is according to Reddit, so be careful because it's like Reddit leaked photos. It's very much mm-hmm. a leaked story uh, right now, but it's just like leaked photos from the set and stuff like that. They're saying it's Kansas City is going to be um, a major part of the series, and that's basically where it's going to be based. So F Pittsburgh, F Pennsylvania, because we can F Sylvester Stallone for moving his miniseries out yep. of Kansas City. So F the entire state of Pennsylvania. Um, uh, and, and yeah, HBO representing coming allegedly from a couple of Reddit users um <laughs> filming it and uh, it being based in Kansas City this is the last of us uh which is uh it's got uh, Pedro Pascal in it you know um from uh, Narcos and from uh, okay. Game of Thrones uh, and and the Mandalorian he's the Mandalorian even though you never see his face um that that actor um I think he's I think he's the star of the miniseries for HBO so I wonder if uh in this, it sounds like it's apocalyptic. Yeah, zombies portrayal of the city. So it's not gonna. It's not like it's gonna paint Kansas City in a. It's gonna be light, a lot of CGI. Yeah, but there's some. We'll there's be some in skylines it. and yeah. Hey, but we're there. It's um, us. All right. Uh, let's see. Also, also Kansas City in the news. Uh, Baba's Pantry, which we covered the opening of this. That's I true. Can't remember we how long it there now. We need to get there for my Euro. We need to get there. Uh, but it made a um, a top. What, what, like a top 50 list in uh, Bon Appetit yeah, bon magazine? Appetit magazine, major, bon major magazine publication. Mm-hmm. Uh, best 50 best new restaurants in the country. Baba's Pantry. Yeah. On 63rd Baba's Street. Baba's Pantry representing in the Midwest. Haven't been there yet. Um, need to get there. But uh, it's it's on Do, bon do they have a Euro? Best new restaurants. Yeah, I think so. Well, it just says, just says shawarma on, on their menu, but... I talked to someone who said they have a Euro, and it's just not on the menu. Okay. Sounds like you got to get there next. 
Um, all right, so that uh, was a couple times KC popped up in the news. Okay, so next up we got our, our Brittany Lynn Post of the Week. But as I'm looking at the Brittany Lynn Post of the Week, I'm looking at her Twitter feed. Yeah, Twitter. Mahomes, Mahomes I'm looking at her feed. Uh, Mahomes' suit that he wore to the game. Yeah. That, like, teal suit. Mm-hmm. Like, looks great. And then did Teal you see rising. what Russell Wilson tried to do tonight? Yeah. Like, he's getting roasted online for it. Yeah, because and... Russell Wilson's suit looks like it's too big, and it's way too shiny, <laughs> and he's wearing a stupid bow tie. Like, he looks like he's going to prom. Yeah, uh, but I just love that. It, it almost looks like he was like, wow, Patrick looks really cool in that. I'm going to try to wear something like that. Yeah. And then he just looked like an idiot. That's the difference mm-hmm. between a cool person and, uh, and, and a, a non-cool person. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't, but anyways, I, don't, I just saw I just saw Brittany tweeting a little bit. Sassy, sassy, sassy game day. Brittany is back. Love um, to have her back. And love I have to have her, her back. back. I do too. And just to to have her live tweeting the games again. Yes. It's just it's great it. to see. So great good. to see. Anything anything uh, spectacular on that feed that you're seeing right now? No. Uh, I mean, fifteen to eighty-seven. I mean, just a lot of all caps. Yeah, Number obviously, one. Kevin. Obviously, uh, obviously, hundred emoji. She had a couple, like, did she have a notepad emoji. emoji out there? Um, like taking. She notes did. Things thing. are great over here. She said, "Notepad emoji." Uh oh. Um, also, so, freaking current. Maybe he wore that that suit for the KC Current, who are in first place, and they haven't lost since May. Yeah, Jackson Mahomes tweeted for the first time since August 29th to say, "We whooped that ass today." Oh. Also, Jackson Thank Mahomes you Jackson. watch. Thank you, Thank Jackson. you, Jackson. Thank you, Jackson. Uh, all right, so that is our Brittany Lynn post of the week. Uh, time to get a little Midwest mad now, <laughs> uh, which everyone has been on mad online today about the Patrick Mahomes pro football focus rating. People are pissed. People are pissed because he was the eighth-ranked quarterback by these experts who uh, base it solely on the film, solely on the film, but a quarterback who went uh, 30 of 39, 30 of 36 with five touchdowns and 360 yards turned in the eighth, eighth best performance, according to them, of the which weekend. is mind blowing. It's astonishing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I like, I like pro football focus. Like I'm on, I'm on the record. I listen to a lot of their podcasts. Um, I like the, I follow a lot of them on Twitter. And so I was very, uh, I was following along as, as Kansas city fans, um, did not respond uh, rationally, nor did they respond kindly to um, to the people at PFF today for putting out uh, Mahomes as the uh, giving him a seventy one grade and, and the eighth best. I mean, objectively, it, it's it's ridiculous to to say like he had the eighth best performance of anyone on a on a random mm-hmm. Sunday when he had yeah three hundred sixty yards and five touchdowns and um and, Wasn't and sacked, thirty of thirty nine no interceptions. Um, so objectively stupid. Um, it's also there, there, again, this is one of those situations where both things can be true, but it's not fun for both things to be true on the internet. But like, yeah, are there situations where, he, uh, people get schemed wide open? Like the Qu- Clyde Edwards, a touchdown, um, uh, on the, on the underhand pass, like that doesn't require a lot of skill from Mahomes to throw that underhand. And pass. on the other touchdown pass to Clyde too, he was wide open and got to walk yeah, in. But, but, but. And and does Andy Reid? I feel like Andy Reid. 
he, he'd rather have passing touchdowns than, than running touchdowns. So, like, when we're at the mm-hmm. one-yard line, he'll scheme up a pass instead of a run uh, because mm-hmm. I think Andy Reid wants passing touchdowns, and I think he wants Mahomes to win MVP. Like, I genuinely believe that. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, to have him rank. So, so Mahomes did have a five-touchdown game, and some of them were, were very easy touchdowns for him to, to do. Um, but at the same time, like, you just you can't watch that game and be like, yeah, Ryan Tannehill played better. Like mm-hmm. you, like you just can't do it. Like that's just not true. Like if you if that's the way it comes out, you have to then you have to reevaluate and be like, okay, what did we miss here? And PFF doesn't mm-hmm. want to do that. And Kansas City Chiefs fans are having none of it. And uh, so I don't know. Maybe I I don't think the people that subscribe to Pro Football Focus and pay for their uh, premier content are the type of people that are that are um, arguing online. Anyways, but you know, I don't. I never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting tomorrow. I think Seth Kaiser's got. Uh, I think he did get Sam Munson to to do a rating rate off with him. So, oh wow, I missed that. I believe so. They're they're going to rate them both on a five point scale. Both of them are going to do it or so, or something like that. So yeah, film review saw, from Seth Kaiser. Coming I saw tomorrow. Seth Kaiser was going to do his own. Where it's a nine point rating scale because that's what PFF uses a nine point. Rating okay, scale. so he's going to do nine points like them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see, we'll we'll see, see the our, results. Our, we we're, we we like Seth Kaiser. Um, you know, Seth Kaiser is a Chiefs fan, so he comes with an inherent bias. But but any anything that is being reviewed by human beings, you know, there's obviously going to be bias in that. And, uh, and so that's the problem with PFF. And, and so sometimes you just have to um, accept the fact that um, Mahomes was ungodly and like every other way you look at it, he was, except your proprietary mm-hmm. system. Like if your proprietary system is completely off from everything else, then your proprietary system might have a flaw in it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Let's move into our personal pine tar this week. Um, I alluded to it at the beginning of the show, um, but I'm, I'm a bad gambler and I'm bad at betting. And I don't mean that I'm not picking the right games or the right teams to bet on. I mean that I can't figure out how to use the apps to bet. And I'm so frustrated. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to give to... you a tutorial um, in uh, Manhattan and then we forgot about all of that. So, so, FanDuel, which I've used before, had an account, had placed bets before, kept giving me an error, basically saying you're not allowed to make this bet, even though my location was on. I Googled the error that I got. It all The only troubleshooting was to undownload and re-download the app, did that, still could not place a bet. So I closed my FanDuel account. I said, you're dead to me. Um, dead. MGM, I signed up, and they, they said, we'll give you like $200 for signing up. Signed up, made an account. Nope, did not get two hundred dollars. Won my only bet because I did place a bet. It said if I placed a five hundred or a five dollar bet, they'd give me one hundred fifty dollars. I placed the bet. I won it. Didn't see that one hundred fifty dollars, but hmm. K State did cover. I don't know if you heard about that, Danny. Yeah, K State yeah. did cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and so MGM, screw you guys. You're out because you didn't you didn't deliver on your free money. Uh, then I got. Um, Barstool Sportsbook, they won't let me deposit money into my account. Um, yeah. Just won't work. 
Tried it a hundred times. Can't get it to work. So you're dead to me, Barstool Sportsbook. Uh, they gave me $65, but I can't cash it out. Um, and I can't put any of my own money in. So you're dead to me. Uh, how do there's... these how do these sportsbooks um, operate, Kevin? If, if no one can know. sign up for them or no one can place bets. I don't know. I really don't. I really don't. Uh, then... So then I got DraftKings because I got tipped off about uh, bet $50, and you can win $50 if the Chiefs score one point. So I opted in. I've got a notification that says you've opted in. I placed the $50 bet so I could win $50 at plus 100. But this morning I checked the bet. It's now at minus 2,000, so I won 25 cents in my $50 bet. So... So don't know what happened there. Um, yep. And well, then I think there was... Um, that's all of them. One more. That, that's about all of them. So uh, I, I don't think I'm going to gamble on sports. It's just not yeah. for me. You don't sound like dad me. trying to figure out, like, um, you know, the Wi-Fi. How to log like in. Yeah, yeah, how to figure out, like, cable or internet. That's yeah, how, yeah. What I feel you sound like, like dad, if, dad trying... Or, or you sound like mom trying to trying to log into, like, Bally Sports. Yeah, I'll have to make some accounts for mom now and see if yeah. then it'll work. And then, and and then, then we have to get her addicted, mm-hmm. like the original plan. Yep. Um, yeah, I think you're the so, only one having that issue. I have not had that issue. Um, I have gotten all the free bets. Just a disaster. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Zero what, free bets. No promo codes worked. I couldn't place bets, couldn't add money to my account. And then when I finally thought I did one right, I got minus 2,000 odds and won 25 <laughs> cents on a $50 bet. So uh, that's how my gambling went. All right. Well, that, well, the $50 was free, right? It wasn't your $50. It was my $50. No, I put up $50 for that bet. And won 25 cents. I bet $50 to win 25 cents. Like, it was the bet. Chiefs to score one point, but, like, yeah. that could have gone poorly. Very poorly. Oh, that's funny. All right, um... My personal pun, I don't know what to tell you, Kev. I mean, I, I, unless I'm, like, sitting there watching you do it because it, it's obviously user error um, because, obviously, these apps uh, are, are are working fine for others. Mm. Well, it's not for me, so I don't think sports betting's for me. All right. That's that's not a, that's not a bad thing. Um, mm. I, my personal pun, are, um, so um, James is obsessed, obsessed with big trucks right now. So my, my two year old, he's obsessed with big trucks, construction site trucks, anything and everything like that. So we say the word dump truck a lot. And every time I say it, it makes me think of, of, of butts. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're always talking about like big dump trucks and you see that dump truck. Yeah. That dump or or something like that. And And every time I want to make a butt joke or butt pun, um, and I can't because you know, it's a two-year-old, and he, he wouldn't laugh, and then it would be, like, funny mm-hmm. to no one. But it's funny in my head every time I do it. And, um, yeah, I just got all these dump truck memes uh, or, or dump truck puns going on in my head uh, because James loves saying dump truck. Mm-hmm. We talk about dump trucks a lot. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you might be giggling because you're thinking about booties <laughs> when I'm saying dump trucks. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you can't – there's – if you can't share the laugh in the if moment. If I can't share the laugh, you know, I'm just kind of laughing in my head with it. With, and, mm-hmm. and then one day, you know, him and I will laugh about it. Yeah. Um, all right. 
Uh, next, let's move into our mixed plate. We've got our uh, mixed plate of video games. So inspired yep. by... Two, two huge gamers. Um, gamers. Yeah, well, yeah, we need to preface this because we are very much not gamers. Like, we are very, very much not gamers. I haven't played a video game since college. Confirmed. So that was 11 years ago. And probably yeah, before that. Either. It was like when I was living in the frat because even... When we moved out and like we had our own separate rooms, like I did not play video games, and like I would play Call of Duty at the frat, and I would I would I'd go like you know three and twenty, like I would get three kills, I would die. Yeah, that's 20 pretty times. good. That's better I'm than me. Horrible at video games. We don't play, but I've got some nostalgic video games. Mine are basically all nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of mine are too. So uh, I think I got to go first. Episode one seventy four. Uh, so let's see here. I got a great list that I'm looking at. Uh, but I mean, I'm probably going to go meet number one here. Uh, MVP baseball, 2005. Great Uh, game. Just an incredible game. The franchise mode was great. Taking the Royals to just become an absolute powerhouse. You could manage the farm system. Um, just dominate games. Just everybody who came on my roster, ended up becoming a Hall of Famer. Uh, the soundtrack every, was incredible. Anytime you started a franchise in that game, you just just found a way to get Carl Crawford because he was just like, mm-hmm. he was so good and he was young and he didn't have, and he wasn't super expensive. But if you, like every team we built in that video game, we always had Carl Crawford on the team. And unfortunately, his pro career didn't turn out the way uh, he wanted. I think he got like arrested recently or he's, he's gotten in oh, trouble gosh. a little bit. Okay, that's too bad because he was so good in that game. Great soundtrack. He was so too. good in that game. Great soundtrack too. Very, very awesome game. His nickname was the Perfect Storm. Hmm. Well, it sounds like his life might be a perfect storm. Um, all right, my me number one here. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm going Mario Kart on N64. Not none nice. of this. Uh, None of this Wii bullshit. I'm going Mario Kart on N64. Um, I think I'm in the, I think I'm in the 95th percentile as far as Mario Kart players in the world. Um, it was basically sophomore, freshman and sophomore year of college. I probably played 20 hours a week of Mario Kart. I had I had a callus on my thumb. Um, grew up playing it, and uh, I'm very very good at Mario Kart. So, um, and it's just it's an amazing game. It's so great. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, me number one. Yeah, and it's it's a timeless game. It's timeless. Yeah, it's still, and I know you're taking still hits. You're taking N64, but it's always it's translate translated well to Wii and other systems too. So it's timeless. It's awesome, easy to play and get started. So I like that pick. Um, my meet number two. Um, I'm going with Call of Duty, where you could play Nazi zombies. Um, yeah, I Nazi don't zombies. Know I don't know the name of that Call of Duty around 2009, 2010. Yeah, it took, took it over out. the frat. It was just like the only thing that yeah, was happening. It was definitely one of the ones where like it wasn't the modern warfare ones because you didn't have modern weapons. It was more yeah, it was like World War II World War I. era. World War II, Nazi zombies. You know, Nazis, yeah. World War II. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, just, just hours and hours of like, all right, uh, we're on a streak right now. I'm just going to skip class because yep. – because oh yeah, we're, we're on level level twelve, and uh, we're not losing. So I'm I'm skipping class. Just a great, yeah. 
video game to be like, I'm I'm skipping class and playing Nazi zombies. Okay. Um, all right. Side number me number two for me. Um, I'm going Madden 05. Um, mm-hmm. Madden 05 with I think it was Ray Lewis on the cover. Um, unbelievable soundtrack. Uh, the the mini camp games and the training camp games were just unbelievable. I saw someone post a video of of training camp games on Twitter, and it was just like it was one of the biggest rushes of nostalgia that I'd had in a while. Um, and um, yeah, it was it was that was one of my favorite video games of all time. I mean, I can't even I don't even want to know how much how much we played that that game Kevin, mm-hmm. that summer um, that summer after. Uh, in in no five and it was just it was incredible. I think we played it on GameCube too. Yeah, we had um, GameCube. We were the only ones with GameCube. Yeah, it was sick. It was awesome. GameCube. It did have the best controller without a doubt. An amazing I will, I will controller. fight anyone. It had a better controller than PlayStation and way better than Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um all right, let's see. Where do we go next? Uh, I'm going Fight Night Round Four. Fight Night. Fight Night Round, round two. two. Round two, you think that's what we played? It was round two. Okay. Uh, Fight Night round two. Uh, Fight Night round two was incredible. Just the career mode uh, yeah. w- was unbelievable. Just you you would start as a, um, just like a, a boxer, an, an amateur boxer. Yeah. And then, you, then you'd go pro and you'd go all the way up, finally get your title fights. Um, but just, just was incredible. And then the the part where you had to like ice your face, yeah, ironing to, the face, yeah, yeah, get your face, get that cold compress on there, uh, was so much fun. So, Fight Night Round Two, another great great soundtrack on that too. So, Fight Night, dude, and, and, and your thumb would get calloused up because you had to you had so to work all those combos and and um, just throwing haymakers. I, I was that I loved that game. I freaking I almost loved joined it. a boxing club. Like I thought I should become a boxer because Same. I loved that game so much. Yeah. Yeah, and starting your own career, but it was it was it was more challenging than like MVP baseball because you would like lose these big fights and you'd be like shit. Mm-hmm. MVP baseball, I had never lost a World Series. Um, all right, side number one for me, um, Guitar Hero uh, two here um, again in high school, senior year of high school, hours hours of Guitar Hero. Um, I, I'm pretty sure the second one. Cause I don't think I got in on the first one. I think the first one it hadn't quite like taken over the world. And then by the second video game, um, killing in the name, uh, sweet child of mine, Jessica, um, heart shaped box. Just it dude. Guitar hero legitimately took over America. Simpler times, simpler times when, when a video game like that could just could take over the entire culture. And that's what happened in, uh, in 2006, 2007, it was, it was, it, it was unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, I played so much of that video game. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to round things out. Any, what, what was your, what were some of your favorites on, on that to play? Um, so any of the rage against the machine, I feel like there was a couple of those. Um, what are some other songs? Yeah. Killing in the name. Yeah. I thought they had two, maybe not. Um, let's see what else was on Guitar Hero 2. Oh, Freebird. You weren't allowed to play that. Um, because that was too long. I mean, Hush. Hush. Mm-hmm. Um, Message in a Bottle. That was a great one. Mm, that was a good one. 
Oh, there it is. List of songs. Surrender. Oh, that was a that was a great one. Crazy on you. Oh, Dead them by bones. Chemical Romance. So good. Oh, tripping on a hole in your paper. Oh, War Pigs. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Woman by Wolfmother. That was good. Oh man, so many. Shout at the devil. Search and destroy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sweet Child of Mine was easily my favorite, though. Yeah. Killing in the Name was probably my favorite. Killing in the Name of Down Out. Okay. Um, all right. My oh, last can you pick hear me here. knocking? My last pick here. I'm going to go. Uh, and this one's tough. Yeah. I'm going to go Gears of War. Yeah. Gears so of good. War was so awesome. It was like uh, our first the, Xbox video game when we graduated from GameCube to Xbox. Yeah. The, the story mode was incredible. Then you had a you had a chainsaw on your gun, like you didn't wow. have a bayonet. You had a yeah. chainsaw, so like if the alien attacked you, you could just like chainsaw him up. Uh, the story mode was like incredible, uh, and then once that was the first game that I ever had um, like online gaming too. Oh so yeah, like, that's right. Actually playing online and like playing against other people, try to kill other people, like. That's what I knew. I was not for the shooter games. <laughs> like I was like, so terrible at that. And and Halo too. Halo was like right about the same time because we got Halo at the same time mm-hmm. as Gears of War, but we we liked Gears of War better, and so we always played story mode. And I think we played story mode on like easy or something, and we would just like dominate story mode. And then we got online. And we were like, holy shit, we are not made for video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Definitely not. Oh man. Yeah. It's important to realize that early. Mm-hmm. Um, well then, but then you know, I was like, oh man, when I go to college, I'm going to suck at this. And of course, yeah. I didn't know like that was going to be a thing in college that everybody was so fucking good at video games and yeah, good at playing hell? Call of Duty online. I never got good at it. I would try and try and try. I don't understand one, how you learn a map that I can't learn a map. And two, yeah. how you understand where people are shooting at you from. I still don't <laughs> get it. I start getting shot and I'm dead because I have no idea where it's coming from ever. I never know where the shots are coming from. Yeah, uh, the exact same way. I'd be like, people would talk about like, oh, they're behind that section of the map. And I'm like, dude, I have no clue what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. No idea. Uh, um, all right, side number two for me. This is tough, but I got to go. I got to go Tiger Woods um, mm, uh, 2005. Again, just hours and hours of Tiger Woods. Played that so much. Um, again, probably because it was an easier game. And you could just shoot in the 50s. Yeah, if you weren't 18 under par, like it was a shit round in that mm-hmm. in that game, and and um, played so much Tiger Woods golf um, in the summer, and and uh, just yeah, loved it. Yeah, just and, and the spin you could control on the ball. Oh god, it was and just, you could just hit bombs, and then you could create your player and just make yeah, them and you had so unbelievably good and shit. Mm-hmm. Playing Pebble Beach, that's how I remember like half of the courses now is like from that game yeah. still. Freaking mm-hmm. twenty five years ago, twenty twenty. Um, yeah, great, great game though. Um, I had um, NCAA football two thousand fourteen. Yeah, uh, that I left off. But I but like oh uh, six was was like my heyday of playing NCAA football. It was it was it was definitely still while I was in high school. That's when I played the most of it. And I had mm-hmm. Texas because I was gonna go to. I wanted to go to Texas, and they were my favorite school, or not my favorite, but like. I loved their team in, in like, 2005, 2006 with Vince Young. Um, what else did I have on there? Goldeneye. 
Uh, yeah. I, I loved Roller Coaster Tycoon. Also, sweet game. So sweet. And, and Sim City was one of my favorite games too. Yeah, Sim City was elite. Mm-hmm. Um, I had well, Wave Race for N sixty four. Remember Wave oh, Race? Yeah, so That's good. good um, Super Mario World for Super Nintendo, the OG, our first video game console and first video game that we had was um, mm-hmm. Super Mario World. Um, NBA Street. I yes. think we had that for GameCube. Oh, dang, that was good. Didn't we have that for GameCube? Was that yeah, the GameCube we did. game? Yeah, that game mm-hmm. was sick. Um, yeah, and then Halo again, uh, like the first first person shooter that I had, and I feel like I wasn't that bad at Halo. But again, we would play on story mode when we got Halo. Like we moved the TV up into our room and we play on mm-hmm. story mode, and we thought we were good. And then yeah, I went to college and I was like, holy shit, I don't know anything. All these people know yeah. like the the glitches and like how to. Uh, like they, it was it was absurd. I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very bad at shooter games. Very bad at video games overall. So I can't wait to put the, put this list out and get roasted. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's fine. But those are those are the games that I know. So yeah, uh, same. I'm not taking that back. Uh, all agree. right. So that'll do it uh, for us this week. Like I said, we'll be lot G. Come find us. Um, hang out. Have a beer. Get a koozie. Uh, and uh, be sure to follow us on social media at State Your Line. We'll see you around. Thanks,